This is Strange Assembly Episode Zero, Introduction. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. As you might be able to guess from the episode number and title, this is intended as an introduction to the show. So what I'd like to tell you in this episode is, what is Strange Assembly? Who am I? Why should you care what I think about the tabletop gaming hobby? Where can you find more information about Strange Assembly on the web? Where you should start listening to the show? And, oh, why on earth did I call the show Strange Assembly to begin with? So at Strange Assembly, we are dedicated to tabletop games of all sorts. We have role-playing games, we have board games, we have card games. If you can get together with your friends and play a game, then that is something that we are interested in covering here. But who is the I there? My name is Chris Stevenson. So I got my start playing designer board games and role-playing games back in middle school, which was low some few decades ago now. So I first got my introduction to the hobby through Space Hulk from Games Workshop, a two-player miniatures game pitting Space Marine against Gene Stealers in the cramped quarters of an abandoned ship. When I was in high school, I first started playing Dungeons & Dragons. That was AD&D 2nd Edition and the Dungeons & Dragons basic game. I loved this big rules cyclopedia, which had some ludicrous number, I think 36 levels you could go up to, and the D&D basic game box with the big red dragon on the cover. I'll always have a special place in my heart for Escape from Zanzer's Dungeon, which was the learn-to-play adventure in that box set. In high school, I continued to play Games Workshop games and got heavily involved in competitive card games, which are something that I did for a long time after that. So I was one of those guys who played Magic and went to Pro Tour qualifiers and went to Grand Prix when that became a thing. I played a lot of the Decipher games, Star Trek, Star Wars, and went to World Championships for those several years in a row. As I I got older, I continued to do role-playing games. My Repertoire expanded to include White Wolf's World of Darkness and especially Vampire the Masquerade. I was an undergrad when Dungeons & Dragons 3rd Edition came out, and I remember going to the local game store for a midnight opening to get that first-day copy of the 3.0 Player's Handbook that you couldn't even quite use yet because you didn't have the Dungeon Master's Guide and the Monster Manual. I got into Legend of the Five Rings, which is a property that was originally owned by Alderac Entertainment Group, or Five Rings Publishing, and then uh, is currently handled by Fantasy Flight Games, was a dominant factor in my gaming for, for many years, and in fact was what originally led to the creation of this podcast. But... These days, while a lot of what you've heard about is is competitive card game things, I've kind of moved on personally at this point in time from really being competitive in those sorts of games. And I have spent years getting into the board game explosion 
that thankfully we've we've been able to experience for the last few years and I say few years it's really been more than a few years now and then just the excellent role playing games that continue to come out so when I talk about board games I and and card games I really like deck building games Dominion and Thunderstone Quest and Core Worlds and Valley of the Kings I love good story-driven cooperative games. Mansions of Madness from Fantasy Flight is one of my favorites. I really like the Time Stories series. Legacy games, that is something that's pretty new. When done well, those are are excellent. Uh, This great experiential thing that you, you get is this unique time that you have with these particular players. I like all sorts of worker placement games. Lords of Waterdeep, Viticulture, Zulkin the Mayan Calendar, Stone Age, Signore. Uh, I like some heavier stuff through the ages, although I, I will say that over time and with children especially, my enjoyment of these long multi-hour competitive board games has gone down and I find myself playing shorter things like Seasons and Seven Wonders and Guildhall and Kingsburg you know, big things like Ticket to Ride and more obscure things like Brew Crafters. And of course, I spend a decent amount of time playing two-player games that my wife enjoys, such as Lost Cities and, and Jaipur. But it's not just board games, right? We are all tabletop games. So as I'm recording this episode, the brand new Vampire the Masquerade has come out. That's a game that I've been playing for 20 years now. Pathfinder is in the playtest for its second edition. That's essentially a game that has been iterating off of Dungeons & Dragons 3rd edition that I have been playing and loving for also 20 years now. And of course, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition continues to be a big success in role-playing. But there's also smaller role-playing games that are out there, and those deserve attention too, and you'll get to hear about them here sometimes. Games that use things like the Powered by the Apocalypse system. Bluebeard's Bride and Masks from Magpie Games. Monster Hearts and Monster Hearts 2 from Avery Adler. There's a lot of great storytelling to be done out there. So that's who I am and that's what I like. And uh, I'm not the only person you're going to hear on this show, but you're going to hear me pretty much any time that you listen to the show. And then we'll bring in other people to talk about uh, various topics along with me. So where can you find us? Well, we're on the web at www.strangeassembly.com. You probably downloaded this episodes on something like iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or the Google Play Music Store. We're available there. You can also still subscribe to the podcast directly on our website. If you're subscribing on one of the major services, you'll be subscribing to a feed that has all of our content. If you go to our website, you can also subscribe to a feed that has a narrower subset. You know, I only want to hear about these competitive two-player games, or I only want to hear about, you know, general board games. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, so we're facebook.com slash strangeassembly, and we are at strangeassembly on Twitter. Of course, I have to shill a little bit, so I'll note that if you go to Patreon, you can find us there and you can help support the podcast if that's something that you 
like we use the money we get from Patreon to help defray costs of you know, running the website and domain registry and new equipment when we need it, that sort of thing. So if you're new to Strange Assembly, where should you start listening? I would suggest that you, unless you have a specific topic in mind that you want to search through in our catalog, I would suggest starting with the most recent episodes. You can start at the first episode, but if you start at the beginning of the episodes, what you're going to get is a collection of us talking almost exclusively about the Legend of the Five Rings CCG, and the first few episodes are going to have some pretty lousy audio quality. That's going to be listening to something like the metagame for a CCG that doesn't exist anymore from eight years ago? Yeah. So I would suggest starting at the end and then working your way back if things are of interest or just going forward. And then finally, because I get asked this, where did the name Strange Assembly come from? Well, we did start out as an exclusively Legend of the Five Rings CCG podcast. This was put out by Alderac Entertainment Group at the time, and there were six of us on the show. These days, there's usually just two people, maybe three, on a given episode at a time, but back then, there were six of us. It was a large group. And the community organization for Legend of the Five Rings was called the Imperial Assembly. And at one point in time, they released a promo for Imperial Assembly members to recognize the Imperial Assembly, which was called Strange Assembly. So when we started the show, given the conglomeration of us who were involved and the topic, Strange Assembly was the name that we went with. And so Strange Assembly we remain to this very day. So I hope that that has provided you with a helpful introduction to the show, Strange Assembly, and how and why you might want to go about listening to it. If you have any questions about this or any questions later, I can reach directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or, like I said, on our Facebook page, on Twitter. I always love to hear from anybody who has read our reviews on the website, who has listened to the podcast, I like like to know what you're thinking, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you would like to see from us, what you think we could do to make the show and the website better. But until then, I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. Never stop gaming.